my bean. Ah. Mm. <laughs> um, this is but this is the uh, th- this is the oddest open, isn't it? Because like usually we have a bit of a natter before we start recording the podcast, but we've nattered for like an hour before we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we can't say that stuff on a podcast. No, no, we can't say that on, on podcast. <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's usually that thing of like you pretend like, oh hi, I've never seen, I haven't seen you or spoke to you before. How's everything going? But I, hey. I that's usually like with ten minutes or twenty minutes chat beforehand. I don't feel comfortable doing that after I've already spoken for an hour. I feel like I'm lying to the audience. Not about that kind of subject matter. No, no, that's true. Um, yeah, fuck. Right. The uh, I hope people enjoyed the last episode. Oddly enough, oh, fuck, I did it. Yes, it, that is uploaded. I just for a split second. I thought I hadn't uploaded the last episode then. I know because I knew it was uploaded late. Hope everyone enjoyed that. It was pretty fucking video heavy, but like I said during that podcast like definitely spotify is the best way to watch this podcast now because if we do happen to pull something up you can just whiz your fucking phone out of your pocket and watch what we're talking about um we are doing a special thing next week with ollie when we usually record musi audio and with you me him and rich from goofon mm-hmm. are going to watch uh, do like a, I don't know, reaction video is probably the best way to do it, of the uh, the 90s British alien autopsy. Mm-hmm. And like I, I'm I'm a fan of that thing, and I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to watching it with you guys because I still like I, I watch lots of movies, mm-hmm. and the I, I I watch lots of horror films as well. Horror films age really badly because we get much better prosthetics. We get much better at um, gore stuff in general. And then you find a film from like four years ago, you watch again, you go, oh, when they cave that skull in, that looks really fucking shit. Um, and I've, I still believe that that thing that he cut open looks like an animal. And I'm, that's probably still going to be the, position i i'm in when we finish that when we finish the podcast next uh, next week now i sent sent you a documentary the other day and i've been more and more interested in the biblical side of ufos and the the idea that these things are, are more more akin to what we would look at as demons than they are us from a different planet. Um, and I th- I kind of think that that ties well with this thing we're going to do as far as the autopsy goes, because, I mean, if you stuck that thing in a fucking Doom game, that looks like a fucking creature from fucking Baphomet's kitchen. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> but you you're um you're quite up on the like the biblical side aren't you uh, i i mean i wouldn't say that and there's definitely people who are you know i used to be i used mm-hmm. to be really really into it and uh i still am to a certain extent um i don't know like again you know like i've told ollie on his show and i've said on here um 
aliens were never really interested subject matter for me. Like mm. I, I came into it kind of through the window. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, mine yeah, was always yeah. <clears throat> paranormal, strangeness, things like that. I think um, I, I'm. I was kind of more there. I was more. I, I I only started paying any attention to it really when the U.S. government started releasing things, and then I got involved with Ollie, with Alien Addicts and stuff like that. I always say I expected these guys who have been researching for, uh, in the fucking loosest sense of the word. Everybody's uh, a researcher these days. Yeah, huh? yeah, but they've been researching UFOs for decades and stuff like that. None of them have got anything that comes close to... They've got lots of pictures of lights, but as far as it being like advanced fucking craft from billions of light years away nobody's got fucking anything that suggests anything of the sort yeah and i think it's strange it's strange that we've just got the we've immediately gone to technology skipped like the whole skipped occam's razor completely which would Mm -hmm. suggest yeah I, i would suggest if you've got something that is not normal paranormal there's still more chance of that paranormal thing existing in a in a like in a space physically closer to you or a realm adjacent to you you know than mm-hmm. it than it is someone traveling like physical distance to get here or something traveling physical distance something i found interesting in the community is you know the government-backed people, whatever, I mean, whatever, the people from the government or the people like kind of on all the the shows, the one making the rounds, like mm. Lou Elizondo, for yeah. instance, and, and others. George Knapp, Jeremy Corbell, they all, at one point or another, even Greer has made a reference that people in the government keep it secret because there's a constituency in the government that believe this to be evil. They believe it to mm. be demons, and they're all like, the religion is holding the back, you know, the truth and the freedom from the world. All right, maybe. Why do they think that? Mm. No one talks about that. That's never touched upon. Yeah, no one brings that up. It's never referenced. There is no explanation given. They're just like, oh, these fools. They think they're demons. Okay, why? What evidence do they think that? Well, I mean, we're we're not trying to support their. Oh, I'm not asking you to. Mm. Just give it me the evidence straight. Why do they think it? Why do they think that? Why do they think that? Because no the same, that. the same uh, question could be put in reverse as well. I mean, like I, Greer and the, um, like the space brother hypothesis, um, like why, what, what, why do you think? Let's just say, for instance, that there is some sort of advanced, or if not, if not advanced, let's say another another intelligent life form. Yeah. Why? Why does it like us? Why is it? want to be our friend um i do the thing i realized as well i was watching an interview like a recent interview with him um on i forgot what the show it was called now um first of all that guy i think he is he is tiring of what he's doing and the mask is starting to slip with stick with greer mm-hmm. because he comes across as a real dick now that's just and, the 4k uh, filming Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Four K is definitely not his friend, 
but um, <laughs> but like he comes across as like what what it, it's he doesn't say it in so many words, but when someone challenges him, you can see on his face it's like how fucking dare you? I'm Stephen Greer. It's ego. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, he's fucking dick deep in the climate change thing as well now, isn't he? So for, uh, I, I find it weird that a man that doesn't trust the government 100% believes, believes the government when it comes to climate change. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it blows my mind sometimes the shit that people they make connections on, or at least like, you know, I got Steven or I got I got Dodie with me and he backs me. You mean the guy that admitted to driving a regular fucking dude so crazy he killed himself, lost his business and family. Yeah. Isn't it fucking That's Air Force so experiment? Weird. That's the yeah. guy you're putting like, oh, he's on our side. Is he? Is he's he? Not. Yeah. He's fucking intel, man. He's military intel. He's he's never not on duty. Um See, I wonder whether that's a similar thing. I know we've, we've spoke, we spoke about it. Well, was it the last episode or the episode before? Mm. I have no idea what we talked about. When we talked about Celebrity Review and um, the Lou, Lou guy from Celebrity Review, not Lou Elizondo, mm-hmm. um, I wonder whether that's kind of what happened to him, whether he was getting a bit of the old Dodie treatment. I don't know. And that's, you know, that, that essentially that's what they were doing with him when... Lou Alessandro got involved with him. Yeah, him walking into the restaurant. Because mm. that happened. Crazy. Crazy. Does not happen. Um, yeah, it's... You know, I, I'm just curious. Why do they Why do they think that? Why does everyone repeat that? Why, why are there so many people in government that feel that way? See, I got to be honest. Most of the people I've ever met in government, not that religious. Mm. So what would scare the shit out of them so much? They think, oh, this is demons. The God's real. This is all... You know what I mean? It's, yeah. And the thing is, like, so Graham Hancock in his book, uh, Supernatural, I like Graham Hancock. I like that he was bringing attention to certain things. I like a lot of things about him. I think he is unbelievably desperate to be an academic and be recognized as an academic, mm. uh, which is bizarre when he talks about, you know, academics are, are clearly hiding this. They're lying. Like, and, and one thing you've learned through COVID is that fucking scientists and and people of knowledge, educated, lie their fucking asses off to keep the money coming in, mm. right? Because they're humans. They're just fucking people. That's it. They're people, and they're fucking people. Um, but so one of the things he talks about in Supernatural, which I think is interesting, there's a huge movement now to shamanism. It's like this modern shamanistic movement. Mm. And I'm going to tie it back in. But like, so I think it's interesting that the cultures he goes to and how they how they determine shamanistic behavior. So if you're like in these African tribes that use ibocaine, right, to like to have a psychological journey for two or three days, um, the ritual is that eventually you're like taken by the spirits of the dead and they cut you apart and remove you. And it's kind of like torture. It sounds much like a um, alien abduction. Mm. And then they put things back in you. And put you together so they can talk to you better. But they do it to you at a spiritual level. Uh, or to like to your soul. Or that, that's what it's, you know, allocated to. And the um, same thing in Central and South America, right? That's how that's how shamans do it. They just keep traveling until something like this happens. And if why? Why is that the goal? 
Why is the goal to go through this? Well, it's a transformative person. It's like the wounded man experienced of Christ. No. No, I feel like you, you did. And the weird thing about Graham Hancock is if you've read any of his books, if you've ever listened to him talk, he has a major problem with modern religion. Yeah. Something personal has happened to that man. Like that's that's personal hate. And that's, you know, whatever. It's his issue, not mine. Um, but it also clearly affects judgment. You know what I mean? Um, most of the people like take those trips. They anyway, not going to go down that road, but I think it's interesting that these things are equated to that. And now that that, that journey is coming more into the mainframe or mainframe, uh, mainstream, maybe it is a mainframe. I don't know if it's a simulation, but, uh, yeah, so I'm trying to figure out how I can weave this with being nice. Um, I don't understand the faith that's put into something, doing something horrible to someone as a good thing. People seek out that behavior, though it's good, and they're like, hey, these entities, these beings, it's clearly you know, all one and the same. It's all good. If it's all one and the same, listen to anyone's anyone's ayahuasca fucking trip and tell me you want those things running around. You want giant snakes or lizard-esque people terrifying you, ripping through your dreams. Like the, It's not great experiences these people are having. I don't have mm. a fucking good time. Um, and the weird thing is they're the being led be, though, Yeah. Would the argument there be that nothing really beneficial has ever happened to people if there hasn't been struggle? To get Str- struggle is one thing. I have no problem with struggle. Uh, but when you're surrounded by snakes that tell you to like take out yourself and your family, mm. you know, that you're nothing and you're trash and, and this is pointless. And you know what I mean? Well, the shaman will, you know, make sure the right, how the fuck, how's he doing any of that? You're telling me that those same snake things that are now talking to these people took that guy, ripped his soul apart, put it back together. And now he's their fucking spokesman. <laughs> coming from the same country that used to kill hundreds of people a day by ripping their fucking hearts out. <laughs> this is what, yeah, man, I'm going to go down there to the, you know, Aztecs and the Mayan temples and it's going to be fucking great. And it's, you know, they, they fucking were sacrificing unbelievable amounts of people every day to stop the world from ending because the snake gods and their fucking trips. And then this is the thing. I will not say delusions. Um, they were talking to something that was telling them to do this. Yeah. Um, that's what you want help from? Doesn't seem like a good idea. I don't think that's smart. I mean, that's that's just me. Like, if you're looking for a spiritual encounter like that, you know, um, go with some mushrooms, man. What well, do you mushrooms. think? Because I've, I've often wondered this as well. Like the, Especially the move, like, really recently, which I think, I mean... Oh. I, th- I think Rogan has been a big, like a, a big factor in the um, psychedelics becoming trendy again. Yeah, I think so. Too. Yeah, yeah. The uh, and they're great. Everyone should do them. They should be but, legal no, but no, but this this is the thing, like, I, and I do wonder. Like, well, because and like, I I agree with you that that this this interest in interesting and beneficial things to be found there mm-hmm. but if you're looking to if you're looking at stuff if and if if we're going to go down the road of believing that there are um entities out there that 
exist outside our sphere of perception mm-hmm. that can attach themselves to you or interfere with you or even just just alter you enough to the point where you you become less of a functioning person um then that trendiness is going to open more people up Mm -hmm. to potential disaster yeah and i think the disaster is these people that it's it it feels like promoting ouija boards again for a good yeah 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 it it really is i really do feel that i feel like these people like no it's a fucking great experience you should do it okay what about the experience is great like what what path are you walking down on this Mm. because if you're this is this is going to be me this is a personal thing uh i think if you want a psychedelic spiritual experience mushrooms are your way to go mushrooms are the only way to go you need to stay away from ayahuasca you need to stay away from ibocaine you need to stay away from a lot of that other shit because whatever these the frequency or vibration that these things are on right let's let's say it's frequency and these chemicals help allow your brain to tune in and perceive what's around you because your brain processes what the eyes take in, like your brain's processing. In fact, your brain puts together most of the image. You don't actually, the way your field of vision works, you don't really see everything. Your brain has to fill in all kinds of gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it allows it to, you know, scan a band of frequency that it couldn't before, you yeah. know, and, and it's a limited window. Well, then that would tell me that these different things can alter different bands. And um, I'm personally not into talking snakes because throughout history, snakes have never been associated with anything good. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's just not. Uh, and I was, well, you're just being naive there. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe I'm looking at it from a historical context and saying, hey, when the sky snake tells you to start cutting people's hearts out on top of an altar for it, um, maybe not do that. Maybe, maybe you should stop fucking talking to it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, and as far as like, so tripping and I may or may not have done this before myself, uh, bad trips happen, but you always come out better. And I'm speaking from the perspective of mushrooms, right? Because snakes rarely appear in that kind of field. Um, uh, and How do, how do I phrase it? Um, a bad trip. So I had a friend recently, he had a bad trip. And I had to tell him, I was like, listen, there's really no such thing as a bad trip. It's just your interpretation. Or you didn't like what you were shown. When you're shown an honest version of yourself, right? An honest version of situations. Oh, I was a terrible trip. I was, you know, my mind, yeah, your mind can get locked in the loop. You have to be in control of it. You can go too far. Um and there's so many different types of strains of mushrooms now. Like you have these people that say all cubensis or cubensis. That's fucking not true at all. Um, those are just people who haven't tripped enough or they get it from a plug and they have no idea what they're actually taking. They have no mm. clue. Like they, they're unaware. Um, it can be dangerous. It's not for everyone. It can fucking hurt you psychologically. Absolutely. Um, and the, there's a, like you said, playing with Ouija boards again. There's 2% of the population, which we know that uh, honestly doesn't really even need anything like this to have a psychological experience or, 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 or sorry, sorry, a psychedelic experience, um, which can impact you psychologically. But like the people who um, 
can pray or meditate and they'll get visuals from that, right? Like these, whatever it is in their brain chemistry is, is different. And when you add these types of psychedelics to those people, fuck. Um, it can hurt people. Like, you know, go slow, start low, take it easy, um, and stay away from shit like ayahuasca. And another thing is ayahuasca can make you vomit and shit yourself. <laughs> this is the truth. Ibocaine does the same thing. Like, you're mm. poisoning yourself. Your Ibocaine brings you almost to, like, a point of death. Mm. Um, what the fuck are you doing? You know, uh, mushrooms might make you nauseous. If you Lemontech, you'll be fine. Um, so there's that. And if you don't know what that is, look it up, man. Come on. Use Google. It's your friend. Um, <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> no, it's, it's not at all. <laughs> In fact, it may be the AI, AI subconscious of the Antichrist. <laughs> <laughs> That's why everything's going to hell. But, um, you know, with the, the different experiences, and I've had a few. I know you have as well. Um it it's really helped shape my opinion on a lot of things. You know, like I've said before, I had friends that were doing like a consciousness experiment. That consciousness experiment has now ended kind of. Um, they've all taken a break for like a month. Now, now that the regular is done, they, they pushed hard. They were tripping um, an unbelievable amount, an unbelievable amount, you know, three to four times a week for seven months. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> and that's that's a lot. <laughs> like pushing. Pushing. I mean, full set setting ritual to the thing. I mean, it, it it was something. And they were doing it to all see how far they could go. Right? Something has happened. Mm -hmm. And it's something none of them like everyone has had a shamanistic vision of one kind or another. All of them. Um and the kicker to it is uh, their tolerance didn't go up. It went down. Mm -hmm. So you had these guys that were dropping eight, nine grams of mushrooms, whatever, more, in a sitting of incredibly potent strains, incredibly potent strains. Now they're all to the point where they can take one, two, and, and they'll they travel to the snake gods again. Well, they see that's the thing is they haven't talked to snake gods. What they have talked to, and maybe it's because they do it together as it's meant to be. Um, maybe it's the intention. Maybe it's several other things. But there's been no snake gods. Like one guy tends to see shadow people and shadow worms. Um, and a couple of the other guys have seen shadow people float around as well. But most of the time, it's visions of light, buildings of light, tunnels, fractal patterns, films of Celtic not work patterns that are overlaid over everything. Mm -hmm. And the point is to try and push through that with their consciousness. And they did it several times to the point that they, they can do it now at will with the travel. Um, so those kind of things are phenomenal. Their stories are phenomenal. Um, and they've taken away incredible things. All of them are changed for the better. They're all, I think to a man would tell you that they're better friends, husbands, fathers, they're, they're better. They're not taking things for granted, you know, ego death. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that, that happened among talking to, you know, beings of darkness filled with stars in a room of light, you know, like crazy shit, <laughs> um, crazy out there shit. 
you know, trans, trans, like being transmuted into your soul, being transmuted into a beam of, of, of energy that just floats through everything, you know, them reporting, being able to feel each other at distance, you know, like them vibrating, like that one soul could feel the other. Like it's phenomenal. Um, I think all of them are still microdosing. I believe they all are. I don't think they'll stop that. Um, but I mean, they may, we'll see. Um, but yeah, they've, they've, they've left off on the trips. Now they've tripped more than anyone I've ever fucking heard about in a small amount of time. Um, and it's, it's interesting. And I think it directly ties into kind of what we're talking about. I think the nature, in my personal opinion, the nature of these aliens, beings, whatever, is like you said, they're, they're here, right? Like that's always the joke that they're here. They're among us. Maybe they are. They're just, their frequencies just slightly out. They can perceive us. We can't perceive them. Do you think that there's, when, when we talk about the, the likes of CERN, all this is <clears throat> like occult, ritualistic uh, magic, that, for, for want of better words, that we see happening it, like opening ceremonies of massive sporting events or um, opening ceremonies of bridges. You know, these really weird things. I mean, the... Um, I, I implore anybody listen to this because I can't I can't quite be bothered to, to to look to look for it and bring it off right now. Um, oh, I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll talk about this again, and um, the I, I will bring up the uh, the opening ceremony from the twenty was it was it what it is it's twenty twenty three now. Mm-hmm. So when were the Olympics in London? I don't remember. I can't remember. Well, yeah, London Olympics. Watch, rewatch the opening ceremony of that. The opening ceremony consists of a, a a load of people inside the stadium, which starts as a massive coronavirus. Like, there's no getting around this. Yeah, mm-hmm. those like the the like the the the, the big blob. With the with the with the nobles all around it, it's not something that looks like that. It is one. Starts this thing, and the um, the opening ceremony carries on until it's just hospital beds with people in hospital beds, and a massive, probably twenty thirty foot high grim reaper walking amongst them. I mean, you don't you don't have to be some sort of fucking genius to understand the parallel I'm trying to make here. <laughs> um, yeah, it was 2012, by the way. 2012. Wow. I mean, there's a date. Anyway, you know, when you consider the like the the anxiety that was running up towards 2012. But yeah, strange, just really weird, weird stuff. Even if you take out the last two years, without the last two years, it's still a fucking strange thing to have at the beginning of a uh, sporting event. I know the people, people out there go, "No, oh, it's the it's Britain celebrating the NHS." Are you really with fucking a thirty foot death walking amongst all the beds? That seems strange. That seems really strange. But uh, 
I mean, I mean, you see, we see it like the. It's it's the only. I'm not a big fan of American football. Uh, I believe you just call it football. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but I'm always a, I'm always intrigued to see what the what the celebrities doing the halftime show will be wearing and doing and um. I I I I just don't. I don't know. So, if, if, so the, the reason I was bringing all that stuff up was, if if we go with the idea that there are people out there that, that have either either believe things different to what we believe are possible, or even know, like know things that is a genuine knowing, they know those sort of things that's more possible. Um, do you think these things can be brought through mm-hmm. into a physical realm? Mm-hmm. Because this is this is the, the this this ties it in with the with uh, the video we will be watching the the autopsy video we'll be watching with Ollie next week. Um, Alistair Crowley sure thought that he did. So did everyone that fucking rolled with that guy as well. Yeah. That what what was the reason and belief behind that? Mm. You know, at some point there's some evidence seen. With David you Bowie know. to his to his grave. David Bowie said that they they managed to conjure. A, a um a demon in his swimming pool, didn't he? Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, Parsons and um, who's the guy who created Scientology? L. Ron Hubbard. They were yeah. pals. They were into all kinds of ritual shit. Mm. You know, um, JPL Labs is founded in places. You know, Area Fifty One was founded at the same way. Like there, there's heavy occult leanings in these places, and I read a. a I don't know if it was a conspiracy or a theory. I thought it was interesting. The reason they built the government labs is because Parsons and his fucking cronies and the other fucking occult Nazis um, have open doorways. Like they, mm. they found these sacred spots. They weren't accidents. Like it wasn't, it wasn't happenstance that they found these lab, these places and uh, they did things there. They took open ways and then they built labs around it. So mm. now they have a secure communication way. Or at least to continue that exercise, dude. I live near. I live near a place. I live near a government lab, and the government lab in the U.S. has said they had a whole thing talking about. Oh, we're going to try and open a doorway to another dimension using a laser and blah 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 and a particle accelerator. And then when you look things into things that it, seem like bad ideas, seems like can they read a Stephen King book, man? Don't do that <laughs> shit. Come on. Um, but. Like one of the things that when you look into it, you find that they didn't really have a lot of funding. It was really just kind of a publicity piece, blah, blah, blah. And I have some friends that know the woman who was in charge, but my friends also know uh, that that shit has actually been going on for a very long time. There's lots of real money dedicated to it. That's just not what it's called because that's what the government does. It's why, like, why do these things have stupid names? Because Freedom of Information Act, like there's certain things they still have to keep in accounting. You can get a hold of records. But if you don't know the name of the thing, you don't know what the thing's about. Mm. So they always keep stupid names. That's why it's numbers and letters. And, you know, Project Delta 71589 Bravo called Unicorn 4. What? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Developing a new type of nuclear bomb. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, we weren't going to call it new type of nuclear bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that's just how these things work. And um, yeah, man, it, it, it makes me wonder. 
and I and I have wondered for a long time. Like again, I said I came from I would say I came from the paranormal side. Uh, those were my interests for for personal reasons. The paranormal was an interest, and things I've been trying to figure out, and I wasn't getting any any kind of sustainable answers. And I found that there's just as much fuckery and nonsense in the paranormal side as there is on the UFO side, or I figured it would at least be comparable, but I found that there's a lot more fuckery on the UFO side than there is on the paranormal side. Yeah, paranormal so. side, there's a lot more people actually trying to figure shit out. Like they're doing things. Mm-hmm. The UFO side, no one's doing anything. They're just talking shit about each other. Well, I think the the, the thing with par- when you look at things in a like a more like a cult ritualistic or uh, paranormal lens, um for good or bad, you get to throw out physical reality and i think that there's too much in the the whole ufo thing there's the it's it's like like when you see the pictures of the uh like lights in the sky you know doing weird things and moving around mm-hmm. and then there'll be some some guy in the background going yeah and the craft seems to have descend 500 meters in three seconds and you you think well you're saying craft an awful lot here and it's instead it's, of light it's a fucking oh. light in the sky yeah um yeah so so it, it's always trying to it, it's all it's it's always trying to tie it to something earthly yeah i and even then um it's sorry i just got a message um, right, even then it's, it's a lot of presumptions. Like in the paranormal, there's presumptions. You're like, we're looking for ghosts or the dead they They have business here. They died traumatically and they're still here. And we're going to, you're making, you, you've built an entire narrative before you ever walked into the place. Mm. You have a whole fucking story. And when you get with these people, you find out they never shut the fuck up about these stories. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, you got to understand it's an energy vortex. They haven't crossed over from the other side. And it's really just a lost soul. And they continue on in this path of light. And you're like, what the fuck are you getting any of this? <laughs> any of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it's a residual it. haunting. Who how the fuck do you know that? <laughs> like, and it's it all boils down to down to the fact that uh the the, the what started this folklore is that because a candle fell off a bedside table at one point in the last five years. Uh, <laughs> it's well, I mean, so it's like an assumption, right? Like, so there, I've definitely been to places and things have happened. I've had things in my, unexplainable in my life, but I've never gone, yeah, oh, too. well, that's the, that's the eight-year-old ghost of, you know, Samuel Norman who lived there. Yeah. Just died yeah. of fucking leukemia and blah, 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 blah. I looked it up and I found that. So that must be what it is. How do you know that? I think that, and I might, I might be proved wrong, wrong here because I'm just not into ghosts in the ghosty sense. Uh-huh. I think that's a, a, um, a, an Americanism more than it is anywhere else. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. But I, th- I, I think I've seen is... a lot of those British and European guys. They oh no, no. I, I, yeah. Tangent, man. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there is, but there does, there does always seem to be a, there's a want. Um, I'm not sure what it is. But I, I, I think this, this sometimes feels like the, there's a want to create more history than America already has. Oh yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, so, dude, we're we're a nation of mutts. We like our history is a couple hundred years, mm-hmm. and that's really just a very few people. Yeah, you know, we're all immigrants here. Everybody, even mm-hmm. the well, not the natives. Yeah, they actually they are too. They fucking yeah. came, they walked across the land bridge. Nobody was here. Um, and uh, I, I think there's they think there's some of that too. But but that and wasn't ghosts really do, ghosts do that well. I think like they yeah. they give an extra extra layer of history underneath what's already there. And, and it's weird that I find people want to attach paranormal, and I'm going to call it phenomenon. They, they, they want to attach phenomenon to history, to a certain mm. individual, to a name, kind of like people want to associate UFOs to technology. Yeah. It's just advanced technology, man. That's all it is. What if the truth would fucking break your mind? Mm. It's not technology. It's real magic. <laughs> like it's fucking, it's something else here that's, that, been here for a thousand years before we were even thought of like they've it's always existed here and maybe it preys upon us yeah you know what i mean and people couldn't handle that people couldn't take something like that. i'm not saying that's what it is it's just you know no that um, that would be that could you imagine finding that out like for, for, like of, of all things right imagine the human race finds out that it is, isn't the apex predator on earth never has been that we're we're cultivated like cattle yeah that's what we are. We you know, that, that would, people would fucking lose it. They would well, stampede. Imagine, <laughs> imagine how, um, like your mundane thing, like tomorrow, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get my son ready to go to school. He's going to go to school and um, I'm going to go and I'm going to paint buildings for seven hours probably. Then I'm going to come home. Uh how it would be so much I, I i i could tie this in with um uh the idea of like life after death as well because i did I've, I've been thinking about that lately too if you added any of these supernatural layers on top of what we do it would be so difficult to do the mundane mm-hmm. if you and it's um, I think I think people would adjust. There'd be a period of adjustment. I think no. I think people would yeah. adjust because essentially we would we would we would level out and go. Oh fuck! Well, we do have to kind of keep the lights running. But the big one for me is the like the life after death thing. Uh, I am forever stunned by the lack of public acknowledgement of uh, like sci- scientific acknowledgement for programs that are essentially trying to look into what happens to us when the lights go out. Um, and But more importantly than that, because I, c- I can understand why science won't openly like look at that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the fact that we all carry on what we're doing, we have the, we have the intelligence and to ask the question, and to to a certain extent, I think we have the technology to at least do our very best to try and answer the question as well. But we don't ask anybody to do it. Uh, yeah, the the fear of death is is an interesting one, it's, and it should be that should be when yeah. everyone when everybody wakes up in the morning because we have such a finite amount of time on Earth. Yeah. Goes through my head all the time, man. It it should be the first thing that people wake up in the morning and go, "What happens in another fucking thirty years?" Because it's getting fucking closer, 
and as and as uh, as our parents get older and our grandparents get get older and you you know like every every time you go to sleep to say goodbye to another day that's that's a day less you will spend with the people that are around you that are oh, getting yeah. old that you love you know that's yeah. the uh I, I i think that i'm i'm sure everybody has those internal battles as soon as as soon as your parents hit north of 60 and into the 70s you you know like now i have i have less than um less than what has been of my life with you mm -hmm. you know? yeah and I, I i don't understand why we we don't entertain it because because that's the thing right people um religion has taken a knock lately in in uptake of people i think i don't think it's taken quite a big as big a knock as the as people like to try and pretend it has I think there's still, you know, it's there's, there's Christianity still running pretty fucking strong when you when when you actually look at the numbers that yeah. of, of people that are uh, consider themselves consider themselves religious to a point. I think the I I, I would I would class anyone that doesn't consider themselves a, an atheist. Mm -hmm. If if you don't consider yourself a, a, a atheist, then you you or, or even agnostic, you're you're, mm -hmm. you're kind of you you're you're admitting the possibility of something to yourself. Yeah. So so at that point, I lump I would lump everybody in with with a religion to a point. Um. So we, we are we're we're quite happy to to accept that that's out there and that's that people believe these things, even if you don't one hundred percent believe it yourself. But we still, we still won't analyze death and analyze what would happen. I mean, Rogan himself was saying on the uh, on his podcast the other day, where he he was saying the he that's his big belief of what psychedelics can do is they relieve, or at least they did for him and to my they do myself as well. Cancer relieve the fear yeah. of death. Mm -hmm. They, the, especially mushrooms, they want to use it for cancer patient treatment, and they should mm -hmm. because it does. Because it's so. I have a friend, um, he's 48 now, um, 49. Anyway, he had, and he'll tell you, you know, uh, he's never had a religious, he's a professional, he's a highly educated man, never had a religious experience in his life, never really had cause to believe, just kind of lived his life. He participated in the consciousness experiment. That is not the stance he holds anymore. Mm. <laughs> it is it's been radically altered. Um yeah, it's and, and for me, I've I've always believed for various reasons. And uh but yeah, man, something there's something else that comes next. And those thoughts do cross my mind. I have I have a I have a gaggle of children, and I think like my youngest, you know is i don't want to say how old he is but he's x and so in 30 years you know i'll be 70 and he'll be in his early 30s mm. so he'll just be starting his family i'll be 70 yeah you know it's part of my reason i started getting back in shape i was like i want to stick around for that yeah i want to be um, around longer 
yeah, I want to be around longer. I want to, I want to see that. I want to, you know, you press should get out. vaccinated. I hear it's really good for you. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm, I'm going to get all of them in one day. <laughs> yeah. I'll take all the vaxes. All of them. Oh my God. The, um, I can't fucking remember. It was, I, I'm sure it was, I can't remember whether it was Rogan or whether it was Tim Dillon that was talking about it. And he, he was saying, he said, he said, yeah, fuck the guys that have just had the vaccine, the second dose, the third dose, and the boosters. I want to talk to the guys that were really paranoid and started double dipping when they shouldn't be. Yeah, I want those guys. <laughs> They're all dead. <laughs> They're all dead. Um, yeah, it's yeah. So I mean, that's that's a motivation for me, you know. And I think I got a good chance at that. My grandfather, my grandparents had very good longevity. Mm-hmm. so we'll see but that that's those are the kind of thoughts that i have and you know in my time back when i may or may not have done mushrooms um that's kind of what what synced it for me is i'm thankful for every day of my life mm. it really bring that into perspective instead of just being you know taking a lot for granted to a certain point uh taking things for granted to a certain point and um I shouldn't have been doing that. That was a waste. And the way I look at it now is like, you know, I've had 20-ish years, I would say, as an actual adult, mm. you know, doing adult had, things, you know, I've not on my ten. own. If at best, 10. Yeah. I've, been, I've been on my own since for a while. Um, but I was still a kid, even then, and I acted as a kid. Mm. But like an adult, like taking shit seriously. Mm. Um. And now I don't want to take any more of my life seriously. I want to play Legos with my kids. I want to, you know, play Dart Wars outside. And yeah, and but it's I think something that's, that's, even, that's even a thing, though, isn't it? I think that that that's the most important thing. Is the um, I I always say that the the only time I started thinking about things on a broader scale and not just fucking carrying on like week to week, day to day. Is that I thought when I had my son, I thought, fuck, he's going to start asking me questions one day. And mm-hmm. I would like to have a, I would like to have a better answer for him or, or at least a more interesting answer yeah, than what he's going to get from most other places. Yeah. I don't know. Like the one thing I've taken away, um, is it's it's a it's a reoccurring thought that echoes in my head, and it's to do one of two things: sell everything I own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my wife and I work remotely and get on a sailboat with my kids and travel the world, spend live as much life as we can, right? And there's a lot of impracticalities to that. There just are. Mm-hmm. Um, one, I, I don't I I don't know how to sail a boat. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty big. That's right up there. I would say that's problem number one, <laughs> you know? but it can be overcome. Yes. Uh, and, and there's several others. That's the biggest one Two, uh, load up my camper, my truck, throw my family in it. And we're just, we'll travel North America everywhere that we can drive. Right. That, that, that to me, like the, you know, you see the, I, I mean, it's, it's a big thing for TikTok, isn't it now? Yeah. The, we have friends van, van livers and van, like travelers yeah. that, that just cut around in vans. Um, first of all, those vans always tend to look nicer than my house. And they uh, cost $200,000. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it really does seem... Like, and I, 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 The other thing is as well, I'm absolutely convinced that the uh, 
um the the people that do those things their parents are like deep in fucking hedge fund stuff and you know <laughs> the, the people who solo definitely but i mean families yeah. could do it and like me and my wife absolutely that's honestly that's always been our backup plan that's why we have a camper it's why i have a fucking beast of a truck yeah um if like your camp is any- great my camper's awesome. <laughs> but if anything ever went like really sideways and we were just, oh my God, what are we going to do? No worries. We got the camper, we got the truck, grabbed the van. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, put a bunch of stuff into storage, liquidate everything else, get in, and we're just going to travel for a while until we figure out what we want. Mm-hmm. Um, we could absolutely do that. But there's other issues that come into one. I feel like if I did that, I would be letting the WEF fuckers win. Mm. So I would own nothing and be happy. I can be happy and own shit. Yeah. <laughs> I can I can figure out both, right? Um, Joe, they, they, they've uh, requested Switzerland is where Davos is, isn't it? Switzerland? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 5,000 Swiss soldiers to secure Davos. Yeah, it's because they're so popular. That's um, a fucking army. army. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Genuinely is. It's, well, you know, Switzerland, extreme neutrality. Also, there's been a pilot um, that's come out, like a whistleblowy pilot, saying that the, um, the there's been, I, I'm going to use the word tender because I don't know the proper word for it. So if it's, I'm not throwing words in that to make this, to and the, me throwing this word in doesn't make this bullshit. It means I don't understand the proper word for it. So there's been like a whistleblowy pilot come out and say that the um, the contract for um, independent pilots for uh, to 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 do the ferrying around for for Davos uh, mm-hmm. has been put out, and they've all requested only unvaccinated pilots. I believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, yeah. But as far as like time and and the shrooms have helped realign that, and it, it's always a, it's always a thing to figure out. But since we were talking about the paranormal, uh, <laughs> we bounce around a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that's the it's nature the of this. It. Yeah, it is the fun of it. Uh, I, I look at those things when I look at the paranormal, and I, for me mushrooms help bring certain things that I may or may not have done in the past about the supernatural into perspective. Mm. Uh, It helps me understand things and and view it in a different way. Again, like I was saying earlier, like so many people immediately jump to like, it's the ghost of a boy and it's, how do you know it's not something pretending to be that? Yeah. How do you know it's not trying to get your trust? That's so that's always how it's FYI. That's how I approach anything paranormal. It's kind of weird that I'm just not thinking. I've never really talked about how I approach the. Par- anyway, I approach the paranormal as though everything, everything in it, is a con. Mm. It's trying to grift you. It's trying to steal from you. It's a fucking flim flam man. It's going to pretend to be whatever it needs to be, mm. and it should always be taken with caution. And the weird thing is, it's not weird. It's 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 understandable. But a lot of these paranormal teams, groups that go out, are so eager to believe whatever they catch. Mm. Um, like, um, well, I don't want to call anyone an individual. Like I've heard really good, you know, um, EVPs, things like that. And they're like, see, it's clearly this old woman from a war. 
Yeah, and you're like, EVPs, how the fuck do you know that? I I really hate like mo- most of the EVPs. I, I've I've heard some that that are quite yeah, good. Yeah, some great. Yeah, but I've also noticed that nine times out of ten, they tell you what it is while they're trying to show it to you. Yes, don't fucking do that. Just don't play it. it. Well, Just play it. Let let me see if I think it sounds like a person. It's like backmasking. You know, when you hear about yeah. the people putting like reverse things, because I, I think the backmasking stuff is fucking bullshit. I think it's just if you it's it's in the same way as um you know that thing of uh if you stick like a, a fucking million monkeys in a room and give them all typewriters and give them a thousand years, they'll write Shakespeare's that that sort of thing. Yeah. I think that's what backmasking is that there is so many words in the English language that are made out of that are made of letters and sounds. Uh, they will naturally fall into certain orders and the it's it, it the, the just the look of the draw is that certain words backwards can sound occulty. What is backmasking? Backmasking is what they do with um is what people think like the Beatles and especially Oh yeah, where they play the albums backwards. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. and uh, and the so I I like I'm a musician. I've mm-hmm. I've played music all my life and I played music with some really good people, like much better than myself, like really clever musicians. The idea that you could write a song but also have the intention to hide stuff if you played that song backwards is would be so fucking unbelievably difficult to do Mm -hmm. it would be so hard to do and you couldn't just so so and that that this is the other thing no one no one ever like delves into so how do we do it then so if i want to say like um let's say i'm writing stairway to heaven Mm -hmm. and uh, i want is somewhere in the chorus the uh the words like fucking bury yourself on satan's penis do i <laughs> do do i say that first and then reverse it and then go oh it doesn't sound like any anything in the english language so then i go right well uh, well satan sounds a little bit like something else so and then do i go through all of the other words to try and construct a sentence that makes sense in um that makes sense backwards and then try and write a song around what those words the right way round do you do you know what I mean no i know what you mean. have you seen the movie little nicky adam sandler's little nicky yes i love that when they're playing the record and what is it i think they put on like black sabbath he's yeah like, what did yeah, you say yeah. in here he's like nothing and he puts Boston on. He's like, "What's that?" And he plays backward. Oh, hail the dark lord! Yeah. <laughs> like, <"What?"> yeah. <laughs> Boston, like, oh, Boston kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, it, I mean, it's funny that we we're, we're mentioning that. So, like, I think it's so back to the EVPs, but uh, different things. Like, it, it's always assumed, right? People are so eager to believe it. And what I'm saying is it's not that it's a phenomenon. It's not that they're not catching. I believe they are catching it, but I believe that they're, they're buying into the con. Mm. You know, there was a, a, an experiment in Canada where a bunch of people invented a ghost, a bunch of, you know, psychologists, parapsychologists. They're like, we're going to invent a ghost, give it a background. Then we're going to try and summon it on the Ouija board and something showed up. 
like they started getting EVPs. They started getting of, of Philip, this imaginary ghost. I think that was his name that they invented. Mm. So what that tells me, something heard it, took that information and ran with it. Yeah. And they're like, oh, our consciousness conjured it. Did it? Did it? Or did you open a doorway by creating this backstory that something was able to fill to try and get closer to you? Mm. The way I view the paranormal is one, all this shit of a trapped soul, I don't believe in that at all. I don't believe they're ghosts. I don't believe they're fucking war victims. I don't believe any of that. That doesn't. I don't. Mm. I believe that all of that is a sham. It's it's them trying. It's it's something trying to get into your life, mm. and it's going to do it through points of interest. Um, I think it might explain as well why uh, I think most like professional mediums and. Um, Especially the the uh, like the preacher type mediums that hey, you know, everyone goes there. I've got a mm-hmm. message for Kate. They all tend to be fucking horrible people because mm-hmm. it's the same grift. You know, it's the same grift. It's just if it's if it's a demon trying to pretend to be something, then that demon that's on the stage is trying to pretend that he can fucking get you in touch with your nana. Yeah, he's he's trying to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's a here's an interesting thing. So it's funny you, you kind of bring that up about mediumship. There is a very cool method. You ever heard of the Estes method? No. It's weird. Yeah. It's I don't think I should oh fuck, I already said it. But all right, so the Estes method is um I'm not really a huge spirit box guy. Mm-hmm. I'm just not. I am a fan of the Estes method. So the Estes method is you take one person, you isolate them in a room, right? And you put headphones on. Oh, sorry, on. I have heard of this. Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, and it's running it's running spirit box audio, scanning channels, yeah. whatever. The only thing that the person has to do, and there's, there's a couple things you have to do. One, you have to relax, open yourself up, kind of almost an invite. You got to be willing. It's, you it's gotta, a similar experience with the God helmet as well, isn't it? Similar yes. thing. Yeah, yeah so you're, you're you're basically being a medium, right? And some people work a fuck ton better than other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these are things that I, I I know to have happened, and I have some of it on film. Um, one individual was placed in the um, isolation room. Uh, it was morgue. And they had their headphones on. And uh, it's a it's a group of people invest- investigating a, a, an area near me. It's, a, it's an mm-hmm. old abandoned hospital that's been turned into a place where you can investigate at. And like you can book private rooms, and which actually Black Star Paranormal is doing in May. Uh, we have a night set up that it'll just be us, and we're gonna get a bunch more footage. We've already been there before, and, but it, anyway. So the Estes method: you 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 put the headphones on, you let the you let the thing run, and it's just random, random, right? Mm. Whatever the nature of the paranormal is, it it has a way to affect randomness, maybe. Um, digital electricity lights flicker things like we know this. Let's say we know this. It's observation. Mm. However, it does it. I don't know how. Right? Like, if consciousness is a quantum aspect, maybe these things are as well. I, who knows? Who fucking knows? But you had a certain number of people in the outside that would ask questions. Person in the room can't hear anything. They're wearing big headphones like this. And that shit's blaring in your ears. Like it's just loud as shit. And whenever they hear something they can discern, they shout it out. 
you and, and maybe it's there's a certain amount of randomness to it. It's chance, statistics, whatever. But I've seen it work enough times that it's not. And I'm not saying like, oh, that's a vague general answer. I know. I mean, I think someone says, how many people do you see sitting in this room right now, entity that we're talking to? Mm. And the guy in the room will shout, 10. Fuck yeah. me. There's 10 people here. You know what I mean? And not only that, I have seen, I was there for this. There was one guy that was with us and he was, uh, uh, it doesn't, I won't say what he did or what he does, but uh, he was challenging, very challenging. Like he's watched too much fucking Zach Baggins or something. I don't know. And anyway, the, whatever they were communicating with, especially the guy in the other room. I trust fucking um, Bilbo Baggins more than that, man. What's that? No, I trust fucking Bill yeah, Baggins right. more than that. Right. <laughs> but anyway, so the other guy in the other room starts shouting out pretty specific things and about this particular guy's life. Like shit nobody could knew. And he threw out a name that everyone was like, oh, that, that, that what kind of weird name is that? And the dude's face went white. Apparently he's like real into like role playing gaming and D&D &D mm. and shit. And he was writing a character. That was the character's name. No way. Oh, way. Not only that, whatever this guy in the other room was tapping into, it had promised to humiliate this guy before the end of the night, and it fucking happened. Dude went home in the middle of the night. Hell yeah. Just left. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter the events. I'm not gonna, the poor guy. But it it was personal, and the he guy kept making it personal. Did he pee himself? I, no. no I, it, it, he didn't do that. No. Shame uh, himself, didn't he? No, no, it was no bodily function. No, no, but uh, no, it's still it's still bad. But, Someone uh, shit on him. <laughs> I mean, you can tell that I mean, he's got. I, I don't know. For him, that might not be a bad thing. I don't. I don't know. Just like, but other things were given in very specific, and and I've seen this done with other people. And the weird thing is, if someone's like leading questions at at a, at a thing, they're like, "Well, you know, it's the spirit of a little girl. Are you the little girl that's with us?" And you'll hear yes, and you'll. But if you ask direct questions, like, what are you? You know, you're not a little girl. What are you really? You won't get, I mean, it's it's the specific, like, you kind of got to be there. It, and the other thing is, like, it's not, it's wildly not scientific or repeatable because it is such a, like, we're black star, we're paranormal, right? We're not trying mm -hmm. to be scientists. We're not trying to, we're going to get the proof. Fuck, nobody's going to get the proof, right? Let's say I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get the ship from the... No, you're not. Because whatever this is, whatever this nature is, uh, it's almost like specifically dealing with the trickster side of it. So you're never going to get what you want. But investigation does tend to bring out a little bit more interesting details. Um, I mean, I, yeah, I, I've seen amazing things. Like the Estes method I go for, but spirit boxes in general, no, unless it's used in the Estes method. Um, but again, it matters who you plug in. I've seen, so one, one, I was at a different hospital and they put a guy in the room, just whatever, random dude. Uh, and he's one of the people I would say are definitely different. They're special. They're connected. They're whatever. Mm. Um, when he went in that room, the answers and specific information that people were getting in, and we were getting as a group that were there was phenomenal it was very accurate very on a ball rolled across the floor like there was like a, like he got plugged in like a battery you know what i mean and uh, at this particular tour that i went to they normally only did it for like 10 minutes and they'd rotate different people through to see what it was like this motherfucker was in there for like 55 minutes they just left him they're like sorry man this is too good and mm -hmm. the crazy shit is like groups of people change this was a this was a different 
haunted location. And uh, as the groups of people change out of these rooms, all the fucking people who run like the different areas, right? The different phases, the different evolutions, whatever. They'd all got together and they're like, holy shit. Did everyone else see all this crazy shit going on? Did you see the fucking, that we got flashes of light upstairs. And like most of these buildings you go to, they have the power off. So how did the light mm. flick? How did, you know, people are getting EVPs. People are seeing shadow people. When this guy was plugged in, right? Like he opened himself up. The whole fucking building came alive. It was very like Rose, Stephen King's Rose Red-esque. Mm. You plugged a fucking psychic battery in and you got a response. Kicker was that when that guy got out, he was fucking exhausted. I don't even think he finished the tour. He just went and sat down. He was done for the night, which was sad because I think that was like he was in my group and that was only the second stop. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> not getting your money's worth, buddy. Um, Come on, I'll, I'll wheel you around. <laughs> yeah, we're not done with you yet. You got life. Um, <laughs> suffer for my <laughs> curiosity. <laughs> Oh, I sound German. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, like Andrew Tate. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's for enjoyment. <laughs> Sexual. But uh, so like the paranoia, and that's the weird thing. So I like the paranoia, it makes zero sense, right? None of these things make sense um, until you start looking at like, uh, what is the guy's name? Uh from Skinwalker Ranch, Taylor. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The blonde guy. Yeah. Guy Dr. Taylor. Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> he just has a Southern accent. <laughs> he's, not, he's not trying to sound like Stone Cold Steve Austin. He just has a Southern accent. Sounds when I, when I'm not trying to hide mine, I have one as well. <laughs> we live in the South. It's, we're not all trying to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. If anything, he, he sounds like us. Um <laughs> But, but if uh, but if you could, he wouldn't be a bad person to be like. <laughs> no, no, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> I guess I I don't know anything about him to be honest. With you. <laughs> but uh, he he's given different TED talks and uh, still called Steve Austin. No, no, that's, that's a surprise. <laughs> no, the the Doctor Taylor, Travis Taylor, Travis Taylor. <laughs> I had to think of his first name, Doctor Travis Taylor. He's given TED talks, and one of them he was talking about various types of physics and quantum. Uh, quantum mechanics came up and he's like talking about consciousness being a quantum phenomenon and he kind of went on to talk about it but then I saw him in interviews after his Skinwalker Ranch work whatever you do or don't think of the show he gives a shit they're actually doing things out there and that's something now they're like but they're not giving it to the public the public's not fucking paying for it yeah. um, so it's theirs you know Black Star Paranormal we're currently working on our own technology for the paranormal we're not you know, maybe we'll release it. Maybe we'll sell them. Maybe we fucking won't. I don't know. Or actually, I'm the one paying for it, so uh, I'll do whatever I want with it. But uh, he was—he did an interview with George Knapp, and he was talking about the hitchhiker phenomenon. And it's out there, right? It's not UFOs. It's not these machine ships following Travis Taylor back. It's unseen entities that are affecting him in the trailer, that are affecting his dreams, that are following him home, opening cabinets, turning cars on and off, poltergeist-like activity, strange lights in the sky. Like, So how did it follow him? If consciousness is quantum and some aspect of these things are quantum, like so their consciousness is also quantum and they're on a different frequency, is there some type of entanglement that allows them to follow? One of the guys in Black Store Paranormal, uh, I'm going to go ahead and tell his story because I don't know that he ever will 
Um, this is a very good story. I trust this guy absolutely with my life. Him and his wife and his son were up north visiting uh, friends and family. They were staying at a friend's house. Um, and he was sleeping in their uh, son's room, right? Because the son, they took the kid out and put him in uh, the parent's bedroom. And him, his wife, and his son uh, slept in the kid's bedroom, right? The kid on the floor, mom and dad in the kid's bed because it was a small house. And anyway, uh, my buddy had started to get a migraine. And it said, hey, I'm going to go lay down. You know, you guys keep having dinner, doing whatever you're doing. And he went and laid down. And as he's dreaming, he had a dream of this old witchy woman with like a bright light in her hand and just shoving it in his face. And when you have a migraine, for those who have it, bright lights are just fucking worst, right? They're just, mm. it's it's unbelievable. So I hear, I don't know, I've never had a migraine. Uh, <laughs> but uh, he was telling me about it. And um uh, there he he wakes up and and you know his wife looks at him and says you know you look terrible he's like, i didn't sleep for shit he's like that because he laid down for a couple hours to get a nap because they were gonna have to drive to a family's place now that they're leaving their friends and he was just trying to catch up on some sleep because he didn't sleep well the night before either he had dreams of this old woman uh just kind of keeping him up like she was running around and um so they leave eventually you know go see family and everything they make it back home and it's just him and his wife, and they're back here in my state. And um, he's trying to go to sleep at night, and he sees someone run down the hallway. He thought it was his kid. He gets up, looks down the hallway, glances across the hall in his kid's room. Kid's still in there. Fucking snaps his fingers, gets his dogs up. Dog walks to the hallway, looks down the hallway, starts growling. That's unusual. Dog doesn't do that. He grabs his gun, starts clearing the house, right? Thinks someone's in here. Tells his wife, like, hey get to our son's room, get down. I think someone's in the house doing their thing. Um, so they have a plan, right? He's security conscious as I am. And they have a plan. They execute that plan. Searches the house. No one's there. Security's tight. There was no failure in the system because he has a security system. So no one got in past that. Like no, there's not a weak point. It wasn't down. It wasn't bypassed. No one was already in there. He's turned on all the lights. He's searched everything. Nothing. All right. guess he just saw things. Goes back to bed, dreams of the old woman running around his bed, laughing at him, screaming and laughing. And she's just like a horrid hag, right? And she's running down the hallway again. And he wakes up. When he wakes up, he sees a shadow go down the hallway again. This is a different night. <clears throat> Does the same thing. They did this four or five times. Different days, spread out over a couple of weeks. And the vision of the old woman is getting less and less, right? But she's still, she's still there. And he's... He didn't talk to me about it at this point. He talked to me about it afterwards. I think he was, I think he was thinking he was embarrassed that he's overreacting or, or whatever. And uh, anyway, his wife calls her friends whose house they were just at and she's talking to him. And uh, it, the friend had asked, you know, did Jamie's, I'm sorry, I said it's, well, yeah, whatever. Uh, that is his migraine never go away. And uh, she's like, yeah, actually, you know, it, it it did and he got better. But, you know, he's been having weird nightmares. And the woman on the other end of the phone is like, what do you mean? He's like, well, he said, you know, he dreamt of some old woman shining a light in his face. And it's crazy. And he's been getting up in the middle of the night swearing. He's seeing someone run down the hallway. And the lady on the other end of the phone, her friend, longtime, lifelong friend, got real quiet. And she's like, what did the old woman look like? She's, like, she's in a black robe, really ugly, kind of mean and just trying to be scary. 
And Letty got quiet again. And she's like, what? You know, she asked her friend, what, what, what's going on? She's like, well, our son has been sleeping really peacefully in his room. And he's been saying for a while now, since he's been in that room, since they moved to that house, there's an old woman who keeps him up at night. She runs around his bed. She tries to scare him and she runs up and down the hallway. And they just thought he'd just been having night terrors and it's a stupid dream. And they tell him to go back to bed. He's fine. But since my friend and his family left his other friend's house up north, the kid's been sleeping peacefully. Hadn't seen the old woman. And about a month, the old woman stops visiting my friend. And the next time they talk, his wife asks, hey, just so you know, I know it's going to sound weird, but he said he stopped seeing the old woman. She said, I know she's back. And now we all see her. We're selling the house. That's wild. Yep. So there's a level of entanglement that it followed him back and it stayed with him, but it kept getting weaker. So it had to go back to like a point of origin. Oh, got pulled back. Yeah. It went back to a point of origin for whatever mm-hmm. reason. It was able to latch on and hold on long enough to him. And he's not someone prone to overreact. He's a serious mm. guy. Um, yeah, it's there's there's a lot out there, right? And there's That's really strange. Really strange. Oh, I mean, I got I got hundreds of them because um, I collect them, right? They're not necessarily mm. for share, but I always thought that was a good one because there's some na- some part to this this entanglement, some part of this. How did it follow him? You know, and it look, and he said it was a grotesque old woman, but he's like, I could just tell that it's not really what it was. It was something. Mm. And, and he's like, all it was trying to do was wear me down, keep me up, make me alert, make me paranoid. And I was like, so you kept checking the house. You kept sweeping the house. He's like, yeah, because I, I was afraid. He said, my fear was after our kind of after the first couple of times, he realized that, you know, it's it's not someone. How do you know it's not setting you up? To get, ah, it's not anyone. It's just the ghost or it's just the whatever. Now no, yeah, no, it really yeah. is someone. You know what I mean? Now it's let something else in. He's like, so I always stayed on the game, turn the dogs out, get the, like we just, he said, it was just practice, security practice for the house. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. He's had some other good ones. Um, Some of my other friends have, I have as well. I, I'll keep my stories to myself. I like to share theirs instead. But, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, the paranormal it's it's something i've been into for a while and that's something that like i guarantee that if you got like a normal ghost um, we're ghost hunters woo which is cool you're into the phenomenon you're searching it out cool everyone's a you know in, investigator just kind of like everyone in the ufo world's a researcher yeah um i guarantee these people would go to this those people's house up north and be like well a witch was died here wrongfully against 1942 <laughs> and then the blah 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 like you don't know that at all. Well, I'm looking through the history. What does that have to do? Yes. Well, you know you're the people that died. How do you know that's what it is? Like that's what someone decided to do with their eternity is mess with a little kid and follow some strange guy back to fucking torment him and his family. Like that's mm. well, you know, not all people are nice. Like that's a hell of a way to spend the last 110 years. Like what the <laughs> fuck? <are you> really? <laughs> you know what I mean? It does seem. I mean, let that's the. It's fucking absurd. It's like, well, he was tortured in this jail cell in a castle in England, and he's been here for 600 years. Motherfucker never decided to leave. I love the idea that you've got. <laughs> he decided, oh, I'm going to walk. I'm going to I'm gonna go down the street to a burger joint and fuck with them for a while. No, I'm going to stay got the gift my worst eternity. moment. Yeah, you've got the gift of eternity, and you do absolutely fucking thing with it. 
nothing. <laughs> Shitting on people who don't deserve it. <laughs> Give me a break. Now, if you great, told me like... that it's what to me, and, and again, it comes with the paranormal, paranormal stories always come across to me as evil. They never come across with a, a friendly light. You know what I mean? Nothing about that encounter is friendly or light. In fact, it really falls into something we talk about in the South, either the hag phenomenon or the haint phenomenon. Mm. Um, And both of these are believed to be real entities that will follow you home and they they feed off of you. And like, there's a lot of rituals in the South, like uh, blue bottles in a tree. You see a tree covered in blue bottles over like, people are like, that's stupid. It's to keep haints away. You know, especially in Appalachia, there's all kinds of rules. But uh, like, don't sweep your porch crazy things but where did that come from and why don't sweep your porch what's that help keep hanks away they they'll count the dust before they come what's in. a hank kind of like something between a demonic spookish vampirish succubus mm. bad thing that wants to take your soul and power in the middle of the night your spirit mm. you know and you do all these things to keep it away blue bottles you know keep them away they ward them away um, don't not sweeping your porch. They'll count the uh, dust and dirt before they come in, or they'll sweep it like an obsessive compulsive. Like if you look a lot of the myth and mystery of like fairy lore, the amount of are these things fucking OCD? Why do you have mm-hmm. all these? You know what I mean? Maybe they are. Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's something more to it that we don't understand. You know, um, I don't know. I. I I just don't know, but I roll with it. You know, it's fun. <laughs> it's, it's a good time. And you see crazy shit. I've seen crazy shit. I've, I've, I've been a part of it. I've seen things that can't be explained with uh flare and uh, uh, analog night vision on gen three plus tubes. Um, not digital. Uh, and I think there's something to that too. I think that there's a superiority in using an analog intensifier tube. Um, I think it allows you to see a different light band. You're definitely seeing a different wavelength. And with that, with a different wavelength, you're able to see something that may otherwise go unnoticed. Mm. So we have a few other theories at the black star paranormal that we run with that, uh, we don't make known cause I don't want anyone else copycatting. Um, but it, it does uh, seem like the, if, if you're going to go down this road, the, the, the tools to use are <clears throat> like full spectrum cameras, Anything that measures or can be used to sound, but I wonder how much you could do with, um, in the same way as you use a, um, like spirit box type stuff, Mm -hmm. if you were to use like. Um, sound waves and vibrations. So, you know, like, so, you know, uh, the sound waves can make patterns, can't they? Mm-hmm. If you could think of some way that you could use that to where it was easily changeable or changeable. Yeah. Yeah. The shift the frequency on its own. Yeah. I don't know. Be a big it, thing. Like, that's, that's, we, we have a pretty interesting thing going based on some, some proprietary theories. Mm. Uh, I think it is actually going to be patentable. Um, been talking to my buddy Max. Um, and, and, and he agrees it's in development now. The parts have been ordered and they've been able to get their hands on them. Uh, it's getting built. I think they're, they're having to write unique code 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be interesting. <laughs> but uh, we have some other we have other things. But it, as far as it goes, there's enough phenomenon. There's enough anecdotal story, right? Just floating. Everyone, if you haven't had something bizarre happen, you, you know, know someone, someone that has. Yeah, cross the board. I tend to think after looking at and following the paranormal and going to a few of the like lectures and, and things, um, I don't think there's a difference. Mm. I think it's all the same phenomenon. And by that, I mean like a whale, a shark and a jellyfish all live in the ocean, but they are. In yeah. No means yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they all live in the ocean. Yeah. That's my, that's my theory here is that they all live in the ocean. All these things think, are in the ocean. Good, yeah. I think it's a yeah. good, good it's, it's a good way to look at it. It's uh, cause I know you, there's, there's always been this sort of like grand unified field theory, hasn't there for like, yeah. paranormal stuff. That's, I, I think, think that's, that's a bullshit. good way to look at yeah. it. No, no, I but that, I don't, yeah. But you, your, your, your idea of saying, look, there's lots of different things in the sea. They're all fucking different, but they all live in the sea. They all live in the sea. That's, that's the best way I think of, explaining that you know if, if you've got i mean fucking werewolves or fucking ufos or ghosts and demons and stuff like that that, that all seem to be fucking around with things that if it is just a like d- different realities layered on top of each other that we can only we can only see like a certain part mm-hmm. of because of like frequency or or if in the same way, we can only see certain bands of ba- ba- certain optical band. Mm-hmm. Then you could say, "Well, what if our brains can only decode certain frequencies? So these frequencies are continually going on around us, but we just, we don't, just don't see it. Yeah. We don't perceive them." Yeah, uh, that's that's something. I mean, and there's so much weirdness, you know. Like it's, I don't know, I. And I'm pretty open-minded. I'm open to the mind. I remember watching, I think it was Paranormal Witness, maybe it was, and it was like a werewolf case. Hmm. Uh, it was crazy. I want to say it was in like in Wisconsin or maybe the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, hmm. something like that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to butcher this story, but uh, it was 1950s-ish. Um, you know, small town, uh, kids out in the field and uh, like... No, sorry, not kids out in the field. A woman had seen a large beast-like thing outside of her kitchen window at night. Her husband went out there. It ran off. It was large dog-esque tracks. Um, they tracked it to the woods. It became human. They didn't know anything about it. And the thing just kept kind of coming around. They had some farm animals and whatnot die. And they were able to track the human tracks back to the shed of someone they knew. The guy worked at a local tire store. And so the gentleman who's home and had been getting kind of messed with went and got the local law enforcement who was his friend. And they like, Hey, I want to go talk to this guy, see if it's him. And they go and they want to talk to him. He refuses to talk to him, gets up, walks away to the other room. And then he rolls out a hubcap and on the hubcap are scratched in symbols that they didn't understand. And then they go back into the room to get the guy and he's gone. Hmm. Just boop gone they're like what and they're like well let's maybe he ran to his house they go to his house nothing's there doors locked back then you know especially they just kick in the door and it wasn't like a house it was a dugout floor like it was a cabin but the floor was all dirt and dug out like a den and there was material and matted and the guy was just gone like he clearly didn't go home his car was still at his work he's just gone 
and they never had any more <laughs> sightings of the giant werewolf man <laughs> or, or whatever it was. Okay, let's say let's say take that at face value. They they saw something. It clearly has something to do with this guy. Where did he go? Where's the mm-hmm. hubcap with the symbols? And people are like, well, why wouldn't you hold on to that? You know, I I've had cool stuff in my life I didn't hold on to, or it got moved and I lost, mm-hmm. or or whatever. Like it happens. But I just think there's more out there than we understand. I think there's a lot more out there than we understand, or can even grasp. You know. Do you think it's more prevalent now? No, I, I I think it's probably consistent. I don't think it's changed at all. So it's just do you, do you think maybe it's the? the I think people the, talk about it less now. Less now, yes. See, I I think people talk about it more now than they did for a while. I I think because that, that's what I was going to say. Do you think it there might be like an uptick in discussions about it because there are we have such an easy way to disseminate information between each other. See, that's what I think leads to people talking about it less. Mm. That's so th- it's it's going to sound counterintuitive, but I think two hundred years ago, someone would go into town and say, "Hey, this happened to me out there," or "I saw this." Absolutely, we have the newspaper clippings and articles, and people would be like, "All right, I take this man at his word. I know this man. I know this woman. Like this isn't a psychotic episode, you know." Um, whereas now. I know people who will talk to me about things yeah. that are, are amazing and they're not talking to anyone. They're like, why? So I can be like a crazy person online. I can be exploited. I can have my life ruined. I can have everything taken away because strangers are going to start calling my work. And I think if people talk about it less, I think we have access to more stories now. So it makes it feel like it more. Mm, maybe that's but it. There's less actual information. People, I, I know two people that saw UFO together. I would love for them to come on your Ollie show. They will not talk about it. They're not, they're not going to lose their jobs. They're like, I'm not going to be the crazy person. But they mm. saw three lights float up from a mountain when they were sitting outside. I totally believe them. There's no reason not to believe them. They're yeah. totally credible people. And it shook them. It shook them to the court, terrified them. They're still terrified. They don't sit outside at night anymore. You know, like, but there's great stories. Like These people are credible. This would be a good witness, but they will be annihilated because the only thing that modern communication, I think, is really given is the skeptic godlike power to ruin people's lives. Because the thing is, if the skeptic can't explain it away, these random weirdos will start like phone call campaigns to make someone lose their job and their house and their kids. I'm going to swat them. What? Yeah the fuck is wrong with you people yeah. and there's way more of that in the ufo community than there is in the paranormal paranormal people are just like man eh, all right whatever fuck you i don't agree with you like uh some of the paranormal video i have i think it's just good i think it's getting slowly worse in every fucking area isn't it yeah, you know, it seems to be yeah it's it, yeah. It, it, it's a i i know it's it's a bit of a cliche now to say that everything's being politicized but every, you know it's that that <sighs> That vitriol that people just full of hate. Yeah, that that people have when it comes to like politics and what team you're on, that's oozed into fucking all the cracks of everything else now. Um, I mean, wasn't it? I mean, just the other day, I know it's it's not in in the paranormal or UFO sort of thing, but uh, I Tim Pool's organizing some sort of big skate day sort of thing. 
and uh, he's It'll been get advised. <laughs> yeah, no, but he's been advised not to go to it because of threats against his life. He should definitely go. Of course, he should go. And yeah. he he said they're going to sort security out, and he's going to do it and go to it and stuff like that. But fuck, man, how like that's everything. How how pathetic have you got to be? Where Tim Pool is a is is that big a threat to you? That you that he needs gone. We need to get rid of this guy. Weird. Yeah, half of the yeah. Because yeah. like, like if you're talking about one any of the guys that sort of from the alternative media, which mm-hmm. are pure milk toast, it's fucking <laughs> it's Tim it's, And yeah, and I I don't get me wrong, I fucking enjoy uh, watching Tim Pool. I actually think the, the guy that oh, that does his show regularly with him. He's a lot better than Tim Pool, actually. Ian, don't say it, Ian. No, not the guy with the long I hair. I hate that guy. The skinny guy with the blonde hair. Oh no, no, he's all right. I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, he's he's the best guy on the show. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, not the guy, not the hippie with the blonde hair. No. He he's there to give, like the. So they can say that they've got like an, an almost left wing perspective from somebody. He does tend to give it. Yeah. Um. Uh, but sorry, yeah. go on. No, so I was gonna say, it's like, so you know, we as Black Star Paranormal, we had some video that we were gonna share mm-hmm. and we put it out to different, and I thought it's very intriguing. It's on our TikTok. Um, it got banned and shouted down from various Facebook groups. Wow, like with personal messages and attacks, and like, what, like, how dare you, CGI? CGI, what, fucking, what are you talking about? It's mm. security cam footage. I know what it is. And then these same people will put up a picture of nothing. Yeah. I see it. We all see it. It's all. It's, inc- what's it's going insane. On? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, we just stop dealing with those people. Like it's, mm. you know, I remember on Ollie's show, I, I when I was antagonizing his audience <clears throat> and talking about, you know, like we may not release stuff. That's why. Why yeah. would we're doing this for us? I'm mostly doing it for me. I'm doing it for fun. Like we're going to, <clears throat> we're outlining a documentary that we would like to do about the paranormal um, and our unique, that'll probably be when we release something, that'll probably be the thing we release, hmm. you know? Um, but other than that, it's not, it's, it, it doesn't matter. It, it, like UF, ufology, ufology um, doesn't want new ideas. What they want to hear is that their idea was right and everyone else was wrong. Yeah, only it's only one wants to hear. Yeah, yeah, and and the yeah. paranormal is the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, crypto, uh, uh, crypt- cryptology, yeah, cryptids, um, they're the same way. Mm-hmm. It's, no man, it's an ape. It's akin to the orangutan. It's hiding clearly in this. It, it, it probably has this. You're making a lot of shit up. You ever heard of the Sierra tapes? Well, you know, like oh, those were clearly fake by those guys. Maybe, but there's a lot of them saying that it wasn't. What? What's that? Sierra tapes. The Sierra tapes. The Sierra tapes are tapes made in the 70s by a group of hunters out in the Sierra Nevada mountains, uh, deep in like they had that horse pack in, like it's it's a couple days, and it was their hunting camp, mm-hmm. and they would experience phenomenon out there. Uh, the thing they're for, kind of famous for that everyone talks about is they saw Bigfoots that would speed across the re- creek and like throw rocks and shout at them and laugh. And they have video recording of these things talking. Mm. It sounds kind of like a 
cliche cartoon from the 50s or 60s chinese guy talking like uh you know, oh like, i yeah. have heard that yeah, yeah yeah and you're like what is that and it's been analyzed yeah. by different people and maybe it's something maybe it's not the mm-hmm. other thing that and no one talks about these guys that's not the only thing they saw they saw mists of light that would float around and disappear into nothing they saw holes open in the sky and lights fly out they saw lights move through the trees and they would combine into one and break apart and they would just get in their kind of hut together and just kind of hide. They couldn't like, they're, they're like, what do we do? It's like, well, I, I want to see this and I'm terrified, but you know, getting on the horse and running away right now is not the best option. Um, and then they kind of went back for years. They even stopped hunting. They just kind of kept going out there because of the, the mystery of the phenomenon. Hmm. Um, now there's something to that. You know what I mean? Like there, there's, then there's even more aspects and, They've kind of talked about it and people are like, why didn't they share all the tapes? Well, they did share tapes and they got destroyed by people who are not experts in anything. And when the experts did look at it, they're like, holy shit, this is something. Mm. Um, There's another really good one. Um, I forget the lady's name. David Polites talks about it on his missing 411 hunters. Um, Woman was bow hunting up in a tree and um, she saw like a predator-esque camouflage thing moving through a tree. Oh, and yeah. Was, yeah. And her phone yeah. took a picture. She didn't remember taking the picture for a forward facing camera. And her husband, interestingly enough, is a leading expert in technology, like photographic technology. So like when she looked at her phone, she showed him, he downloaded it. And when he saw the aspect ratios, he's like, this cannot be done by this phone at this time. The, te- it, the software and technology did not exist mm-hmm. unless it was downloaded to it. And they don't know how that would have happened because again, that didn't exist so he has they have the phone they have the original metadata from that picture from the phone unaltered and you can tell if those things are altered by aspects so they sent it off to research emotion which is blackberry blackberry authenticated that yes it is it's unaltered that's what it is and they have no idea how this aspect ratio came because that camera wasn't on the phone it is not possible and it's a, it's an image of like nothing it's a blurred image of nothing yeah. right it kind of looks like something coming through but you know that could be pareidolia it could be us trying to assign yeah you know it could be anything um but the fact is that that shouldn't exist with that that's fact Mm. um and how does that fit in i have no idea how it fits into anything else all i can tell you that it's in the ocean right (laughs) Like, (laughs) like a sunfish is a bizarre thing but it's in the ocean with the shark and the whale and the jellyfish and yeah you know the uh clams and squids and like I, I don't know i don't think there is one i think that we live in a world of bizarreness yeah, and we just the misinformation it. crazy yeah that's predation mm. that's what that is it's predation um missing 411 ufo connection i liked i thought it was interesting information i hadn't heard those stories i don't care mm. for the production quality i know that's yeah your i'm gonna go i'm gonna go back and finish watching it oh, well, i'll probably watch yeah. it all again to be honest from the start yeah Ignore the production quality. Yeah. It just, there, there was, it's not production quality so, so much. It was like, uh, I always find with stuff like that, I, I, I go, fuck, it's, it, all this stuff's dead interesting anyway. You don't need to make it cooler. Just yeah, they, they didn't have to. Yeah. And he was really proud of the CGI. He's like, we did CGI and it cost so much. Why did you do CGI? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It instantly, like, it instantly makes fucking makes it less credible. Looks cheesy. It? It makes it less of a jo- less of a documentary, more of a fucking. Our documentary movie. will have no CGI. Good. Oh, we're not paying for it. That it is really expensive. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievably expensive. 
Yeah. So, but it, you know, it's, we're just going to approach it. And like, we have some things that we want to do. We're going to look for lights in the sky. And I I absolutely know we're going to get them because of where we live. Mm -hmm. Um, So that'll be interesting. We're right now, like we're working on the storyboard idea and we're trying to determine if we're going to release the name of the town, all the research is going to take place in or not. Hmm. It's good. We're going to have to have a talk with like the owner of the building. Yeah. And we were thinking maybe we should or shouldn't talk to the mayor of the town. <laughs> they may or may not want that kind of image. Not that millions of people will watch it or anything. I, I don't, well, who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Um, you never know. Goals to get it on like Amazon. <laughs> fucking if, uh, if Blake and Brent can get fucking third face of moon documentaries on Amazon, I don't see why not. Yeah. We'll see. Hmm. But um, I think that's a good type of good place to wrap it up because I'm going to be dead honest. I'm tired as fuck. <laughs> I want to go to Betty Bows. Yeah, well, I'm going to go eat. Yeah, well, I've already, what, what are you eating? You, you keep sending me photographs of you eat dead nice stuff you're eating. Uh, this time we're having stuffed bell peppers. They're going to be stuffed with uh, chorizo rice and she's making some kind of sauce that goes over my wife's doing it so i prepared some uh sweet thai chili chicken that i'm gonna have later this week and i'll probably throw in a couple steaks to the old uh sous vide that uh that steak you sent me the other day looked pretty fucking good the steak or the big roast i did the big roast sorry yeah yeah that was awesome my buddy came over and that's what we had for breakfast (laughs) 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 two pound roast <laughs> I love the idea that's like that's like the um it, it's it's the man version of uh the desperate housewives drinking prosecco at eleven. <laughs> yeah, we're eating, we're eating medium <laughs> rare steak. <laughs> Dude, so he actually went he got a sous vide and has it at his house now. So he had a he had a prime rib steak for breakfast the other day. <laughs> We live um, a different kind of life here, man. <laughs> we we definitely live outside of the norms of everything else. We just kind of do whatever we want. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the, for anyone that made it this far into the podcast, there won't be a must-see audio podcast next week, but we will be doing a video reaction review thing of the 90s like alien autopsy video. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I think it's gonna be a really good show. So even though the fact it won't be like a musty audio thing that that's there, I think it's gonna be a good fucking podcast that comes out anyway. Uh, again, it's gonna be better what uh, listen to that on Spotify if you're on Spotify because you'll be able to watch with us, or you can watch it on Alien Addict, whichever mm-hmm. whichever floats your boat. Um, I should have said this at the beginning. Remember, if you like video games, go and listen to mine and Ollie's new video game show system. Um, because clearly, I think there's more days in the week than there actually is. Um, other than that, uh, David, would you like to say anything? I know you. I, I I I always feel I always feel like I should ask you if you want to plug something, and I know you're going to say no. No, I got nothing I want to plug. <laughs> uh, I'll see you next week, buddy. See you, buddy. Bye, bye.